this 2023 FIBA World Cup quarterfinals betting preview edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGP Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Roster brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress using promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. Roster brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. And Roster brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any football or any NFL game. Only on DraftKings with promo code SGP. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, September the 4th, Labor Day, currently 1234 on the East Coast, here to get into the quarterfinal games of the 2023 FIBA World Cup and helping me to break it all down. You guys know him as the voice of the NFL Gambling Podcast, the WNBA Gambling Podcast, the Tennis Gambling Podcast, and of course here on the NBA Gambling Podcast is Scott Studio Rochelle. Scott, how's it going, my man? Yeah, doing pretty well. Uh, better than Team USA right now. That's a separate story. Uh, we'll see what <laughs> happens moving forward in the quarterfinals, but should be fun. Looking forward to the remaining games. I'm sure a lot of people, including myself initially, probably did not realize that you were not eliminated when you lost in the round of 16, I figured that, that would you be probably would have been, but <laughs> yeah, I guess you're not. So Team USA still won it. Uh, looking forward to the games. I know last time we had a show on FIBA, ended up splitting. I had Team USA against Montenegro that didn't cover, but I did have Kuruks, uh, seven plus rebounds at around plus 333, I think, and he got to eight. So overall, nice winner for me there, but let's keep it rolling. Yes, sir. And also joining us, it's the man. It's his birthday. It's Shaquille O'Neal year. It's uh, Lante Smith. Lante, how's it going, my man? Hey, that's a that's a good way to put it. People don't know if we're talking about college uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Olympic Shaquille O'Neal. They don't really know. So that, that's a good yeah, way see? to put it. I, I, I like that. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good, man. Just looking forward to to breaking it down. Um, I'll, I'll second that with you, Munaf. I didn't know. I thought you were done. I thought I was one and done <laughs> in the World Cup. So uh, it's pretty much like, I guess it's like the College World Series. And you can just lose and be still able to win uh that's so odd to me but hey uh we get a lot of a lot more games that way so can't complain yeah we do have a special uh message here for you Lante. give me a second this was <laughs> okay. uh something from terrell that we had also used but uh here i'm gonna play it for you here we go i appreciate it that, that's the one that he was trying to get on he uh he was trying to play it for Scott. I think. Yeah, man. Uh, Much everybody, appreciated, happy brother. birthday, my man. You any yeah, any big you. plans? I know you were talking about a romantic uh, breakfast <laughs> this morning. It wasn't with a, a, your uh, uh, significant other, I should say, or you know whatever. But uh, uh, any any big plans, Swav? 
Uh, man, it's hard to do them. It's it's hard to do things on on a Monday, man. Uh, probably just gonna do some celebrating this weekend coming up. Uh, Is it that hard to do things on Monday? It's just one of the seven days of the week. You just have to want to do it. It's Monday. Yeah, but but you know you got you got the you got the NFL starting up. We got to tweak those ratings. You got college football, man. I got no life for the next what? Do you really have to tweak those ratings when like nothing's gonna happen in the NFL until Thursday? There's no more games. What else are you tweaking? Yeah, well, it's just I'm um. So with the NFL, I'm not really as uh, hands-on as I am in college football. So it's I, I'm doing a lot more cramming versus initial uh, reactions when I first updated the ratings from last year. So, you know, it's it's just kind of I guess it's more cramming for the test the day before than it is prepping all week. <laughs> hey man, uh, whatever you got to do to beat the books, man. That that's, that's all right. we're here for. But um, yeah, look, hey guys, we're on to the quarterfinals. Of the FIBA World Cup. Um, So we have two matchups that are going to be on Tuesday early morning. That is going to be, let me pull that, uh, the matchups up. It's going to be Lithuania versus Serbia. And then we've got Italy against Team USA. And then on Wednesday uh, morning, it's going to be uh, Germany versus uh, Latvia. And then Canada versus Slovenia um, to find out, of course, who ends up going to the uh, semifinals for the World Cup. Um, So, gentlemen, let's just kick it off here with the first game on early Tuesday morning. I believe this will be a 445 Eastern start. uh, And like I mentioned, it is going to be... Uh, what was the matchup? Let's see. Uh, Lithuania versus uh, Serbia. Currently, I am seeing lines over at DraftKings of Serbia being a one-point uh, favorite here. Uh, total is set at 169.5. Money line minus 115 for Serbia. And Lithuania minus 105 uh, on the money line here. Uh, Scott, let me start with you on this game. Looks like the books are expecting this one to get down to the wire. Uh, what are you thinking about this game? I do agree in general it should be pretty close, but I think I am an only to Lithuania in this one. Maybe it's a little bit of recency bias because they were able to beat Team USA, but if you beat Team USA by a decent amount, they were up 20 in the first yeah. half. I'm going to have faith in you to get the job done here against Serbia. Uh, if Jokic was playing, I would take Serbia, but Jokic is not walking through that door, so I'll take uh, I'll take Lithuania there. I think they have enough size in the interior to give problems to Serbia, uh, Valanciunas has been solid so far in this tournament, and we know that he's a handful in the NFL to deal with on the boards. I can't even imagine how difficult he's going to be to deal with on the boards in international play. But for me, I think I'm just going to go with Lithuania. Might be close, but I do think it's going to be a spot where Lithuania has the experience. They have just an overall solid roster. We saw it against Team USA. They weren't scared of anybody. They just went in there and took care of business. I'll go with Lithuania. I think Lithuania... Assuming that, once again, you're looking at the international power rankings and you factor in Jokic not being there, Lithuania, I think, is higher than Serbia by a couple spots. I'll go with Lithuania in this spot. Yeah, I'm with you on on Lithuania here as well. Um, And it's exactly what you mentioned, that the games that I've been watching of them, it's that that their interior size has really been the difference in a lot of their games. And they've been able to score easy points. They really use a uh, pick and roll very well with their big men. They have guys that can also shoot the basketball, their big men as well. Um, and second chance uh, opportunities has been huge for this Lithuania team. And we saw that on full display <clears throat> against uh, Team USA uh, in their last game. I do have a couple of uh, uh, props that I do like, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute here. Also do like their team total to go over here in this game. You take a look at what they've been able to do offensively. Uh, 
at the start of the actual World Cup. Going back to the group stage, they've scored at least 90 points in every single game uh, since the start of group stage. And like we mentioned, they scored 110 against Team USA in their last game. So just to kind of go down, uh, they scored 93, 96, 91, 92, and 110 uh, in five of the uh, games, like I mentioned, going back to group stage. So I was with Scott on Lithuania, and I also do like their team total to go over. I believe I saw that number at 84 and a half, but I'll dig that number up here. Uh, while Lante, uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, tough game, um, as as the line indicates. Um, I, I lean to Lithuania's side, but I'd much rather have Serbia in the first half. I think they'll come out and, you know, Lithuania will, will be a little bit, um, I guess, hungover from that big USA win. But they have been dominant outside of uh, of that close victory. They've won every game by 20-plus, um, and, and they got up big against uh, USA. I think they hit their first nine threes. Um, they they couldn't miss in the entire game. Yeah, but yeah, their front yeah. court their front court depth is is like really good. They've had forty plus rebounds in four to five games um, during cup play. I mean, I think it might be a letdown effect, but I just don't think that Serbia has enough. I mean, Bogdanovic. I mean, he had he, he was he was okay. I mean, he had twenty two versus he was twenty two percent. The team was twenty two percent from three, thirty two versus Italy, 32 versus DR and Puerto Rico. So they can't really shoot outside of Bogdanovich. Um, they got a nice big, I don't know how to say his name, uh, Malunovic, is that, I'm guessing. Um, he's had a double-double Your in two of his three games. Fine. Yeah, so um, he had a he had a decent game, uh, two or three double-doubles in the last three games. But him matching up with Valanciunas, I mean, I'm not sure how much success he'll have, but he's a, he's a nice big, a, a good a good big body to have in in the paint. Um, Serbia dominated, you know, DR. I mean, one twelve to seventy nine. They shot eighty eight percent from the field, sixty six percent overall. It's just they just can't shoot the three, and that's what's keeping me off them for the full game. But I do lean to them first half. I just think it might be a little bit of a letdown effect. But you know, Lithuania they they rebound the ball as well. I mean, they had eighteen offensive rebounds versus USA, outscored them second chance point seventeen to two. Um, they got another. They got another do it all guard. Um, he's like stuffed the stat sheet. I think his name is uh, shit. I don't even know how to say it. Um, Ro- is it Roku's Jock Joku Bates? Yeah. yeah, it's him. It's yeah. him. I have a player prop on him, so um, yeah, yeah, I think that's a nice segue. So I, I do like his over on his assist at five and a half. Um, I think that's a little bit juice at minus one fifty five. But I think I want to say in five straight games, he's had at least six assists uh, yeah. uh, in all of those games for uh, Lithuania. So um, I'll be on that prop as one. Their team total over 84 and a half. I, I really do like that uh, number for them uh, in this game as well. Uh Jeb more for this matchup here, Lante? No, I didn't. I'm just going with Serbia in the first half. I lean to Lithuania full game. I just think that it might be they might be a little bit sluggish coming out. It's just I can't trust the the Serbia outside shooting. Um, unless if Bogdanovic, you know, if he goes crazy, then they got they got a shot. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a competitive game by by the lines uh, makers standpoint. So, um, I just think Serbia will come out in the first half and and play better. Uh, halftime, full time for that is oh, let's yeah. see, that. plus four twenty five. I like that. That's probably going to be my my dog. All right. Uh, Before we get over to the second game on Tuesday morning with Team USA taking on Italy, uh, let me tell everyone about, uh, let's go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. It's been seven months, and it's finally here. NFL Week 1 kicks off on Thursday night. 
between the uh, Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chief. And like I mentioned, NFL is officially here. And DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with uh, game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of the of two new offers every single game uh, for every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you can get. Uh, download the app now and use promo code SGP to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code SGP only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. You probably want to get out to watch your favorite football team, whether that's in the NFL, whether that's college football. Uh, maybe you would still want to catch uh, a MLB game before the season wraps up at the end of this month. And let Game Time help you out with that. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is fast and easy, uh, and they have easy ways to buy tickets for, like I mentioned, sporting events. But they also have uh, concerts, comedy shows, and theater that's uh, all in your area. With killer deals on last-minute tickets, their best price guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. When you uh, download their app, they have a great experience within that app. You can have flash deals, last-minute tickets. They're easy to find. Buy tickets for every kind of event, like I mentioned, in your area. And the best part about their app that I really love is that the images you get to see of the seat before you actually purchase a ticket. So you won't have any surprises when you get there. Uh, the lowest price are guaranteed events, event cancellation protection as well. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event and get exclusive flash deals on tickets for, like I mentioned, football, basketball, baseball, concerts, co- comedy, theater, and much more. The game day guarantee means you'll always get the best price. They're so confident that if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Get images of your seat before you buy them, like I mentioned. And it takes two taps to buy the tickets and you're all set to go. And the tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you don't have to go through the mailbox or even your email looking for those tickets. No, it's right there on the app. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem S- redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices are guaranteed. All right, gentlemen, let's get over to the next matchup uh, for the Thursday morning quarterfinals game. And that is going to feature Team USA. They are uh, taking on Italy. I am currently seeing Team USA is a 16-point favorite in this game, minus 1,600 on the money line, uh, 9-1 to one on the money line for uh, for Italy, and the total is set at 177.5. Obviously, we just mentioned at the top of the show that uh, Team USA took their first loss against Lithuania, 110-106 in that game, but they are in the quarterfinals now taking on Italy here. Uh, Lante, let me start with you with the, this game. It's going to be a sit and 40 Eastern start. I believe team USA a 16 point favorite, my man. What are you thinking about this game? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm probably going to lay it with, uh, with team USA, um, Italy, they, they don't shoot the ball well from three. Um, they, they're 26% from three versus Puerto Rico, 24 from three versus Dominican Republic and, um, 16% for three versus Angola. So they only have one player, of uh, final chief, uh, Fantisio, 
he's a forward. He had 30 versus Serbia, 18 versus the Philippines, 19 versus Angola. Um, they don't have the depth to, to compete with what uh, – well, they do have depth, but they don't have quality depth to be able to compete with what USA is going to throw at them. I think you're going to get a pissed off USA team. Uh, I know Anthony Edwards after the – after the game was saying he's just he glad they got one more to get to go out and prove himself. I mean, he played well. It's just yeah. they didn't get much from anybody else. So I think you got to get yep. more consistent play from people outside of Anthony Edwards. I mean, he's been dominant all um, off FIBA. He, he's been dominating. So you got to get him some help. I know Jaron Jackson didn't help at all uh, against those bigs uh, in, in the game because they got dominated again. Like like we mentioned in the um, in the previous game, they got dominated on the glass. I mean, he's the anchor of the defense. He's defensive player of the year. He's supposed to be able to you know, at least at least contain some of what they were doing. But I think he'll do a better job um, tomorrow. Or they play tomorrow, right? Is it tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think they'll do a better um, they'll do a better job. Uh, Italy's played in you know closer games. They haven't really dominated anyone outside of I think Angola. They beat Angola pretty bad, but I think Angola is probably the worst team in FIBA. Um, they they have they play about nine players. So again, USA is going to have to kind of mix up the lineup and get some of those guys in. I think if they find the right lineup, I think they can win by twenty plus. So I, I'll lay, I'll lay it with, with Team USA. Yeah, I mean, kind of go back to uh, the game against Lithuania. Obviously, an you know, offensive explosion in that game. Like you mentioned, Anthony Edwards, thirty five points for Team USA. Uh, pretty efficient from the floor, nine of thirteen from at least uh, two point lane. He was five of thirteen from beyond the arc, but. There was some, uh, it's not maybe significant contributions, but there were three other players that were in double digits and they needed it, right? With uh, uh, Kel Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Brandon Ingram, um, all had 10 or more points in that game. But again, like we mentioned that they were pretty much getting dominated on the boards and by the three-point shooting of Lithuania. But I think there's an opportunity here for uh, Team USA, like you mentioned that, you know, Anthony Edwards um, mentioned that, you know, this is an opportunity for us to go out and prove ourselves and we have another opportunity. So we have to, you know, seize a moment. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but you kind of take a look at Italy um, in this World Cup so far. And I, I think by far, this is going to be the most difficult team that team uh, Italy has played. I'm trying to pull up their numbers here. They did play Serbia. They did beat them by two points. But I mean, you kind of go back, like you mentioned, Lante, to group stage. Angolia, they played uh, Dominican Republic. Uh, the Philippines, and they it wasn't by a significant margin. Their biggest victory came against Angolia by 14 points. They squeaked by uh, Serbia by two points, and they poured it on against uh, Puerto Rico by 16. But this is a different animal in Team USA, and I think that they're going to be a lot more focused, especially on the defensive side after giving up 110-plus points. I think Anthony Edwards is going to do his thing again, but I'm expecting huge contributions from um, other players as well, from Jalen Brunson's of the world, Mikhail Bridges of the world. Paolo Pancaro has been really good as well in this tournament as well. So I'm expecting, you know, everybody, it should be a team effort here for Team USA and not having to heavily rely on uh, Anthony Edwards in this game. So, um, yeah, I'm going to lay the points here too. Uh, I think that Italy's going to have a tough time here, especially scoring points. So minus 16 for me here as well. Here, Scott, what are you thinking about this matchup between Team USA and Team Italy? Yeah, uh, getting Team USA off a loss is definitely a good spot, especially against a team they should bury, just looking at the rosters on paper. Uh, I think one play I am looking at is actually going to be on the uh, the Italy team total under at 80 and a half. Yeah, I like that. No, number just feels too high to me. Team USA, once again, has not been the greatest defensively, but it's also why I like this play. It's because of the fact that in addition to Italy not having the greatest offense so far in this tournament, I'm expecting the main adjustment 
Team USA is going to make to be on the defensive end. Because even though they lost to Lithuania, they did score 104 points. The problem was they gave up 110, including 39 points in the fourth quarter, which is embarrassing. But the point is, when you're looking at this overall spot, Team USA defensively gave up less than 82 points in every other game. And the 81 was against Greece. But I think when you're looking at uh, Italy offensively to read off the offensive numbers here, 73 last game, they won. 78 against Serbia, they won. Scored 90 against the Philippines, scored 82 against Dominican Republic, and 81 against Angola. So when they've gone over this number, it's usually not by that much, and that was against weaker competition. The last two games, though, they've played very low-scoring games with a lot of defense and slow pace involved. I like Italy under at 80.5 for a team total. Team USA is going to have to bring it, and I do think allowing 110 the game prior will allow Steve Kerr and everyone to focus more heavily on defense and practice because you can't give up 110 and expect to win. I expect to see a much stronger effort defensively for Team USA, which is why I think they're going to win by probably 25 or 30. I think they'll win comfortably, but I am going to go with the team total under for Italy because Team USA should give a lot more effort on that end in this game. Uh, any player props you guys like in this game for uh, Team USA? I know, obviously, we're more familiar with uh, the NBA players here. But Lance, anything you do like? Um, if you could see, if we could find a Halle Burton uh, PRA uh, like that, he played. He played decent. Um, he was getting a little bit more run than he usually gets um, with the with that with that loss. So I think he was what fourteen six and three or fourteen six and four or something like that. Um, I only game. see, <clears throat> excuse me, I only have uh, PRAs right now for the first game that we discussed. Um, so maybe those will drop slowly, but they I do see have individual... PRAs, but not for Halliburton. I only see Edwards for Team USA for some reason. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I see... I, I think it'll be overinflated. Edwards will be overinflated. I don't want to bit him. His assists are four and a half, but it's minus 170. So you're probably better off getting like a five and a half at a, yeah. you know, obviously yeah. less juice. But yeah, um, uh, Scott, any player props? Uh, it's tough for me to go against Anthony Edwards, who was the only guy who showed up for last game, but he's been the best player on the team and he's the main scorer. So if you're looking at who you think might have a massive game offensively, it's obviously going to be Edwards, uh, as the safe guess His point totals at 21 and a half. The question is, do they spread the wealth and do a lot of players who did not show up for last game actually show up for this one? And maybe you can see Edwards get a bit of a break offensively where he doesn't have to do everything. I'm not sure if he has an off switch, though, so I think I probably would lean to the Edwards over. It's tough with Team USA once again because a lot of these supporting role players are set at basically the same number of like 8.5 or 9.5, and and it's a little bit iffy to actually predict which one you think is going to have a big game. So I don't really have much there. I I do think Jaron Jackson, assuming he can stay out of foul trouble, should have a better game defensively, maybe block props I'd be tempted by for him. He was terrible last game. I expect a better effort from him. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought it was a little bit. I don't get your guys' thoughts on this before we get over to the Wednesday games. But were you guys surprised that Walker Kessler didn't get more run, especially with all the bigs at that Lithuania yeah, I am. had? Or yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 was, I, I definitely. I, was, I mean, he he can block shot. He's a good defender. He can block shots. He he can finish around the room. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't get young. it either. You got to let the older guys play, and by older yeah, guys, Steve, they mean like twenty-five-year-olds. <laughs> Steve Kerr hates Steve Kerr hates first and second-year players. He's got a track record of it. That's All right, guys. Uh, before we get over to the uh, Wednesday uh, quarterfinal games, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way 
to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their fantasy pick em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually uh, spend your Sundays doing watching the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. The watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over the underdogs mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up for the first time, make sure you use promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And Ross, we're brought to you by the SGP Patreon. Make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Wins Total Contest with a $1,000 first place prize, plus a weekly Patreon uh, pick-em contest. Patreon members also double their uh their prize in the college football bankroll challenge. The Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Make sure to check out all the details and get involved at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, gentlemen, let's get over to the Wednesday games, the quarterfinals for Wednesday that will feature, obviously, two more matchups. And that is going to be the first game at 345 uh, Central Time, 445 on the East Coast. It's going to be Germany versus uh, Latvia. I'm currently seeing these lines are in favor of Team Germany here. Germany is a nine-point favorite in this game, minus 410 on the money line, plus 320 on the money line for uh, Latvia. Total is set at 169. Scott, you want to lead us off with this first matchup on Wednesday of the quarterfinals between Latvia and Germany? Well, for this one, I understand why Germany is a pretty decent favorite here. They've been amazing for the last three games. They've won every game by the last by the uh, score margin of at least 26 points. They scored 100 plus in each of the last three games, and you're looking at who they played against. Finland, kind of an underrated international team. Georgia's okay, but they beat Slovenia by 29. Uh, that was a destruction. As for Latvia, they had some good wins as well. They beat Spain by five. I'm not sure in hindsight how good the Spain win is because Spain has been really underwhelming and they choked that game away against Canada. And now they got to do a qualifying tournament just to make it into the Olympics. And that's a whole separate story for Spain. Then they beat Brazil. Uh, Brazil might have been a little bit hungover after the Canada win, uh, but Latvia ended up winning by 20. I like Latvia as a team. I think Germany's better, but I do I think Latvia can actually hang around in this game. I'm really on the fence here. I don't see much of much value on either side, but I think I'm going to lean to Germany just because I think offensively this team has found its rhythm, scoring 100-plus in three straight. Defensively, they've been great all tournament long, and with the exception of one close game against Australia, they've been dominant. They've won four of the five games by 18-plus points. I do think Latvia is definitely a solid team, but... I also acknowledge with Porzingis being injured, they're a little bit shorthanded, and they are undersized. That's why I took Kuruk's rebounds in the previous episode is because they had no size, and I had to pick somebody to get rebounds for that team. I'm going to pick Germany. I don't feel great about it, but I really like how they've played over the last week or so. I'll link to Germany minus the 9.5, but I'm probably not going to bet it. Yeah, I think the one thing that I have noticed about uh, Germany is that they do get off the slow starts, especially in the first quarter. Um, I mean, you kind of go back um, outside that first group stage game against Japan. 
Uh, they trailed in the first quarter to Australia, 25-24. They were down by three against Finland, 22-19. to Up by six against Georgia, uh, 22-16. to In the last game against Slovenia, uh, they were down 25-11 to in that game. So um, I think the way that if I wanted to fade Germany is probably early because I think they do a pretty good job of either making adjustments as the game goes on or they're just kind of sleepwalking in that first quarter. So right now I do see uh, Latvia plus two and a half on the first half line. Um, it looks like it's headed to three. If it does get to three, I'll probably pull the plug on that. But it, I do think that Germany does get this job done. Um, but again, they just get progressively better as, it, as the game goes on. So I think if Latvia has a chance um, to at least cover the number, they're going to have to get off to a good start here. And I think that's probably going to be the first quarter or first half. But I do like them in the first quarter. Full game, I'll, I will go with Germany because like you mentioned, the second half, uh, they are just absolutely blowing out uh, their opponents. I don't know if they're making whatever adjustments at halftime in the locker room or as the game goes on, like I mentioned. But uh, they've been absolutely owning teams, especially in that second half. So um, Latvia early for me. And then I'll, I'll take Germany on the full game. I'll lay the points here. Excuse me with them uh, in this game here, Lante. Yeah. So let me ask you guys: Is um, what's up with Franz? Did, did he is he stop playing? I know he started playing, but did he just stop playing? Did he get hurt? What's what happened to him? I know most um, playing. I, let I just me look that up. I just haven't seen Franz outside of um, like qualifiers. I think he played twice. I'm not sure if he got hurt or maybe I missed something or what. But either way, um, I, I like Germany here. You mentioned it. The first quarter woes are uh, kind of concerning. Um, they they were trailing by 14 in the first quarter versus Slovenia, but they then proceeded to outscore them 27 to nine in the second quarter. Um, Dennis Schroeder That's so been wild. Trailed by 14. Yeah, they won the game by 29 points. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Schroeder's been really good. He had 24 and 10 versus Slovenia, 16 and seven versus Georgia, 30 and eight versus Australia. So he's been really good. Um, they also have a nice guard. Uh, low. I think it's. I, I don't know. Whatever. His he had twenty versus Australia. I, th- I thought it's he played like Lou or something. You know, we're probably yeah. forgetting like. <laughs> yeah. So he played. Um, he played pretty well versus Australia. He had twenty points. But I'm more impressed with their guard play defensively. Like they really, they really are like pest on the defensive end. As a team, they had seven plus steals in four games. They had double digits twice. I think Latvia's guard play isn't as up to par um, with Germany. I think they'll get some turnovers to get out of the easy transition basket. So I think Germany pretty much blows the doors off him. I mean, they won their last three games by 27 points per game. Uh, I think 25, 27, and 29 are are, are the margins. Um, I love the defense. The defense leads to easy offense. Um, I mean, Latvia, they have a balanced offense, but like Scott said, they're undersized. Now, Germany doesn't have a ton of size but it's a it's a lot more than what latvia has um they they had five and double figures versus brazil and spain but i mean it, I, I don't know if they have the guard play that germany has so i like germany here i agree with johnny football uh, is that the real johnny menzel possibly could be man we have a lot yeah. of celebrities that listen to our shows yeah, on the man. network so hey johnny football i watched a documentary you might be a Suns fan i don't know yeah, maybe. But uh but yeah, I agree with Johnny Football. I think Latvia gets uh gets run out of gym here. All right. Um any player props you might guys maybe looking at? I didn't have any player props for this game. Lon, do you have anything? I like Schroeder points and assists if you can find it, or I guess PRA it would probably be the easier um the uh, easier one to, to, to pivot to. I know, I know Beth three six five has a lot of player props. Uh, let me see what I can find. Uh you said you wanted points and assists? Yeah. Okay. Um, and what about uh, what is Bertans? Um, Which one? Hang on a second. 
Um, um yeah, his brother's not playing, right? His brother, I thought, was playing better, and then he just stopped playing for whatever reason. So Schroeder points and assists. I see twenty six and a half. The overs minus one twenty five. Yeah, I think that's a good play. I think he, has, I think he has what eighteen and eight something like that. So, but that goes under. So, oh uh, wait, you say it's, it's what twenty six and a half. Oh yeah, well, eight, well yeah, well twenty and eight. Sorry. Okay, that's better. Yeah, gotcha. All right, last game on uh, the Wednesday schedule will be probably the game of the uh, quarterfinals. It's going to be Team Canada taking on Slovenia, led by Luka Dantage. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the uh, Canadians are favored by eight and a half, minus three sixty on the money line. Plus 285 on the money line for Slovenia. Total is set at 176 and a half. Uh, Scott, lead us off here, man. Team Canada against Team Slovenia. Eight and a half point favorites for Team Canada. Well, Canada's been really bad lately. Uh, ended up losing to Brazil. Uh, they've had issues with Brazil over the last couple of years. So that was surprising, but not as surprising when I looked more into it. But then they had to have a massive comeback against Spain. They outscored Spain 27 to 12 just to win the game by three. So they're not in good form. Now, as for Slovenia, they have basically one guy, if we're being honest with ourselves, and you're looking at how they played recently. They beat Australia, got revenge for the uh, Olympics. Then they ended up playing Germany, and they got run out of the building. So for this one, I mean, Canada's obviously the better team. The question is, do you think Canada actually shows up after they've been leaking some oil for the last two games? I'm assuming they will because Canada at least has enough bodies and NBA talent to force somebody besides Luka to beat them. And I don't think Slovenia really has any other high-quality options to help beat them. If they still had Goran Dragic in his prime, maybe I'd consider it, but they don't. They got his brother, who's not very good. So I think when you're looking at this overall spot, I probably have to lean to Canada, because I really don't think Slovenia is that good in terms of depth. They have one guy. Like, I think Canada has enough to stop one guy or at least to make him work for it. Dylan Brooks, once again, has had a pretty good overall FIBA. Defensively, he can get burned every now and then. We saw it at the end of the Brazil game. But still, I do think he's a good first option. You're going to send multiple bodies at Luka anyway. But I can definitely expect Canada to have a good game plan to force anybody besides Luka to beat them. And I don't think anybody on Slovenia can really beat them. The argument is, though, Canada is really bad early in games. They've been bad in the first quarter in particular. So maybe you see Slovenia jump out to an early lead and then they fall apart from there. But I do think Canada is going to win this game comfortably. I don't think Slovenia is that good. They're fine. But once again, they just have one generational talent. That's it. I'm going to win to Canada. And I think for the overall uh, margin, I see Canada winning by 15 give or take like Canada needs to step it up a little bit in terms of intensity, shake and get whatever he wants. You're looking at the rest of the roster. A lot of guys can get whatever they want against the Slovenia team. I'll lead to Canada. The line feels a little bit too short when they're against basically one guy. Yeah, I, I, I like, Can- uh, sorry, uh, Slovenia early. And it's what you mentioned. There was um, them struggling team Canada, especially in the first quarters. And I think that, Starting off, you'll see Luca probably play majority of that first quarter. Um, and I think that, like you mentioned, it really is one guy. And it's going to be the factor of that if those guys around Luca can knock down their three-point shots, 
right? And I think that if they're able to, that they'll be very competitive in this game and possibly can pull the upset. But again, you do have defensive guys, especially on Team Canada, that you can throw at Luca. I mean, Lou Dort, one of the better defenders in our league. We talked about Dylan Brooks. Uh, maybe throw, you know, different guys like RJ Barrett out there as well, just to kind of, you know, throw Luca off. But um, I like Canada in the first, sorry, uh, Slovenia in the first quarter. I see a plus 155 on the money line. I'm going to take that for Team Canada. Uh, sorry for Slovenia, but I think, like Scott mentioned, that eventually they probably, Canada does wear down uh, Slovenia here. And I think that eventually they do pull away, whether that's in the second quarter or in the second half of this game. So, uh, Canada first, sorry, Canada full game, Slovenia first quarter money line for me at plus 155 here. Uh, Lante, what do you got for this game? Yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much hit on everything that I was going to bet first quarter, first half for Slovenia. Um, I would probably, I mean, I guess that you can do halftime, full-time um, Slovenia and then Canada to win the game. I'm pretty sure that pays uh, pretty well also. But, I wanted to know yeah. if you could do quarter full-time. That's what I was uh, looking for. That's, I'm not that's sure a, that's, a good, that's a good problem. Yeah, I doubt you can. But, yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much hit everything on the head. I mean, they usually play with the food early, and then they get more focused and locked in, and they come back. It just was a little bit too late in, in their last um, their last loss. So I think Shea is probably – he's probably going to kill um, – Kill these, these guards. Yeah, I mean they don't they don't have a lot of guards outside of Luca and Luca's they they try to hide Luca anyway like they do for Dallas. But I do like the forward uh Propelich. Um his brother's also on the team. His first name is Clayman. Clayman, I think. He's a mm-hmm. forward. Um he's pretty good. Uh, I, I like his um I like his game a, a lot. Uh, if I could find a point total for him, I'd probably look to to bet that over. Um, because somebody else has to do it outside of Luca. And and if they don't, they're probably gonna get blown out by twenty here. So I'll go first. First half, Slovenia, uh, first quarter, which you went off on that, and then full game, Canada. All right. Uh, any? I know you mentioned a couple of players there, yeah. uh, Lante. Any other player props for this game? Uh, no, I would probably look at some RJ stuff. Um, if his PRA is up, I think he'll have a good day just because they don't have – his size against Slovenia's lack of guard size could be – it could cause some issues. I think he'll have a, a pretty good game depending on what the number is. You see that, Scott, anywhere? Oh, uh, sorry. I was trying to. What what prop did you want? RJ Barrett, PRA. Uh, PRA for Barrett. I see nothing. I, yeah. I see only Shea and Luca. But uh, if you want points and rebounds, I see that. And if you want points and assists, I see that as well. But they don't have them combined. Yeah. For so, for Barrett, they yeah. have points. In, they have points and rebounds. Uh, yes, points and rebounds for Barrett is twenty and a half. The overs even money. Yeah, damn it. Uh, yes, I, I'll lean that way, but I'm having a hard time. I'd rather have all three of them at once, but yeah. Uh, Scott, do you have any player props you like in this game? Uh, I thought about Luca turnovers, a three and a half. Uh, I just think Canada, once again, is going to force other guys to beat them. Luca might start forcing things, but we know Luca's going to have the ball in his hands all the time. I'm not sure if he's going to get pulled at any point because I believe now we've reached the point where if you lose one game, you're out. So I don't know why the yeah. Slovenia coach would bench Luca at any point in this game. Uh, but I do think once again, Luca over three and a half turnovers at plus plus one twenty is quite appealing. Luca. We know once again, with him having the ball at the time, he has a lot of opportunities to turn the ball over. I think that's a pretty generous line there at plus plus one twenty. Maybe I'll mention that later, but I do think that looking at four plus turnovers being plus plus one twenty, that does seem kind of appealing to me. All right. Um, that is the four games for the quarterfinals, and then we'll find 
out who uh, does get to the semifinals uh, for the FIBA World Cup. One order of business left before we wrap up the going to be Walk and Dog uh, for the quarterfinal matchups. Uh, Scott, you want to lead us off? Sure. Uh, so for my lock, I am going to go back to the Team USA game. I'm going to go with Italy, team total under, 80 and a half. Uh, simply put, I think Team USA, after giving up 100 and 100 plus points to Lithuania, they should definitely look a lot more focused defensively. Italy offensively in this tournament has not exactly been good, but they've won anyway because the defense has been solid. And they also play pretty slow in terms of pace. They're not going to want to run with Team USA because that's against what they want to do. So I do think when you're looking at this overall game flow, I expect to see a much better defensive effort from Team USA. And Italy isn't exactly built to score a bunch of points. Give me Italy team total under 80 and a half, uh, which you can find. Let me just find the exact line. It's either minus 110 or minus 115 on DraftKings. But you can find it at uh, minus 105, actually. Uh, so I'll take the minus 105 on Italy, team total under 80 and a half as my lock. And for my dog, I think I'm going to go back to the last game that we talked about. I think I am going to go with Luca turnovers. I think I am going to go with the over at three and a half at plus 120. He's going to play basically every minute of this game. Canada's got a lot of high quality defenders. And once again, Luca is going to have the ball in his hands all the time. So there should be a lot of volume associated with this. But we know Luca in general. Uh, is, I don't want to say turnover prone, but once again, he has the ball a lot. So you tend to see a lot of turnovers. Give me the over three and a half turnovers for Luca at plus 120 as my dog. All right. Uh, Lante, what do you got? Yeah, so I think, uh, Scott, your best bet and my, uh, I believe your, um, your lock and my lock are pretty much correlated because I like USA in the first half. Um, I think this is a direct correlation to how USA is going to play. They're going to come out more aggressive defensively. And like I said, Italy only has one player. I think that's worthy of being, you know, mentioned offensively Fonacino, uh, who scored 30 versus Serbia, but as a team, they've shot under 30% in three games. So, that, that's going to lead to long rebounds, leak outs, easy baskets. So I agree with the under on that. And I think USA in the first half, minus nine and a half, is, is a really good look. They're going to come out pissed off. Uh, they've been thinking about it. If you read some of the stuff or listen to some of the interviews, like we mentioned with Edwards, uh, I think they're ready to go. So I think they come out and make a statement in the first half. So minus nine and a half, USA first half. I'm going to go back to something that you brought to my attention, Munaf. I'm going to go for my dog. I'm going to go with Serbia halftime, Lithuania full-time, plus 425. Um, I just think maybe a little bit of a hangover early on, and then Lithuania will find their groove um, a little bit later. But, I mean, it's not really – it wouldn't be shocking if they win. I mean, the, the it's line basically, you know, pick them basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll go with Serbia full-time, Lithuania um, – I mean, Serbia halftime, Lithuania full-time, plus 425 for my dog. All right. Uh, for my lock, um, I am. I'm gonna lay it with uh, Team USA, man. I think yeah. that they come out motivated here. Yeah. Um, we talked about how they gave up 110 points to Lithuania. I think we'll see more of a defense. Or sorry, uh, effort on the defensive side of the basketball. Offensive, I'm not worried about this team, right? I know Anthony Edwards has been that uh, the engine that's making that offense go, but I think we'll <clears throat> excuse me, we'll see contributions 
uh, from uh, other players in this team. And I think it's kind of correlated with the, what Lante, you mentioned that first half is that we'll, we'll see them come firing out of the gate. And then I think that defensive intensity is going to be there, which also leads to correlation with what Scott mentioned about the team total under for um, Italy. I also do like Lithuania's over 84 and a half team total. Um, like I mentioned, they've scored 90 or more points in all five, um, all six games uh, going back to the group stage uh, in this FIBA World Cup. I know Serbia is a better defensive team, but I just feel like that the interior for the Lithuanian team, uh, especially with their um, the bigs to create second chance opportunities and, and you know, get easy baskets around the rim. I think that's going to come into play here uh, for this team. Um, and then for my dog, I'm going to go with Slovenia in the first quarter, uh, plus 154 on the money line. Um, we've mentioned it. Canada has struggled in that first quarter mightily throughout this entire uh, World Cup. I think that Luca will play majority of that first quarter. Uh, expect him to be out there with seven of the 10 minutes, eight of the 10 minutes. And Canada just hasn't gotten out, out, out slow. So I think they'll make their adjustments as, as the game goes on for Team Canada. Eventually they do pull away, but I think at least in the first quarter, I think those struggles are going to be there, and I think that you know that that Slovenia should knock down some three-point shots when that focus is going to be on Luke. And I think that's going to be key for Slovenia if they do want to pull off this upset. That their shooters are going to have to uh, knock down the shots here, uh, especially when Luke is able to find them, whether that's in the corners or on the wing spot. So at least in the first quarter, I think Slovenia can slow down uh, Canada. Um, so I see plus one fifty-four on the money line right now, currently over on DraftKings as my dog for the quarterfinal matchups. All right, boys, that is going to do it for this edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, Lante, anything else we want to mention, my man, before we get out of here? No, nah, that's that's it, man. Hopefully we can get some winners. I think we all had a good show. Me, Scott, and Terrell, all three had a, a solid show with um, some of the bets that we gave out. So uh, hoping to keep it going. Uh, Scott, anything else? Not really. I'll be on the baseball show in a couple hours. I got a tennis show later, so keep me busy. Hey, man, we had Johnny Football in the chat today, and Mo Bamba's Mo Bamba. also checking in. Uh, <laughs> and and another celebrity, everyone. Wham. <laughs> oh, yeah, Wham. Wham's the king of uh, – uh, he's the king of the celebrities, man. King he, of the West Coast. A, yeah. Uh, all right, we'll be back for the semifinal matchups uh, sometime later this week. Uh, we'll go through both of those games and pick our winners, see who gets to the uh, – I was about to say NBA finals, but the oh, <laughs> FIBA World Cup finals. So Don't, don't, let, don't let that track star hear you say that, man. Yeah, <laughs> let me uh, – <laughs> Uh, yeah, football's back this week. Again, make sure to uh, get over to DraftKings. Make sure you use that promo code SGP. Check out the Patreon. Uh, great way to support the network since all of our content is for free. Make sure to follow Lante on Twitter at XXLanteXX. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Rishel Radio. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Make sure to smash that like button before you guys get out of here and subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast YouTube channel. All right, good luck with your bets this week. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give it, give it, give me the ball because I'm going.